an easy way to get into the I can category is to get yourself a mentor and mirror their success. Do you often wonder whether there's more to life than your nine to five job? Do you dream about having a life that has no boundaries where you can decide what to do and where to do it? And does the thought of how to get that life maybe overwhelm you just a little bit? Then this is the podcast for you. Join me as I uncover how to get that freedom and live a life that needs no retirement plan. I'll be scouring the internet and chatting with people from all walks of life who are out there living life to the max instead of punching a time card. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Hi, welcome to another episode of Season 2 of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Erin Chivitarese. Erin's the host of the Growth Podcast and the founder of Grow, which helps business owners, thought leaders, influencers, and experts grow their mindset, their teams, and their bottom lines. Erin, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So looking at your bio, there really isn't much that you haven't done. You've done some alpine ski racing, got a full athletic scholarship, got an MBA in Switzerland. Yeah, wow. (laughs) And then you started climbing the corporate ladder like everybody else does. But I guess the pull to entrepreneurship was a little bit stronger and you jumped off that ladder and you've done a variety of different businesses since then, but you've settled into something else. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days? Yeah, sure. So as you said, you know, I've, like everybody, they have their story of life and the different roller coaster journey we've all been on. Um, but the thing that was kind of consistent with me throughout my life was that I had a hard time um, working for people, <laughs> I guess, in a simple sense. Um, I like working with teams and things, but I always had my own ideas and my own thoughts that I wanted to explore. And I found that was a difficult thing in corporate where I, I couldn't be um, original in my thought process for getting results for people. Um, and that brought me to consulting, which was a lot better because I had freedom to help people build their businesses brick and mortar in the hospitality world, you know, hotels, nightclubs, restaurants, things like that. We did that all over Southeast Asia. And that was amazing. But through over, you know, over time, I started realizing the restrictions that come with brick and mortar business were freedom from location because I had to go to the brick and mortar businesses, obviously to, to go to the physical place. And <clears throat> managing the day-to-day operations and things quite daunting especially when you start managing multiple, multiple contracts at once. Big teams, a team of 80 over here, a team of 100 over here, a team of 20 over there. Keeping it all straight in your mind, I started realizing that I was losing control of my own life again, even though I was consulting. So I was sort of like spinning my wheels. Um, and I, I, I could see the internet space. I could see all these people moving online, finding financial freedom finding time freedom, being able to spend more time with their family and travel and do the things that they really wanted to do. And it just, it was calling me for a couple of years. You know, it was calling me. I had some friends go off and start blogging and they did very, very well. Um, And I was looking at them and I was like, wow, that's so cool. I I want, and I wonder how they did that, you know? And then I found some hard times with our brick and mortar businesses and it was sort of like an excuse for me. I was like, oh, now's the moment right? Like I can do it right now. I don't have anything else to do. Let me try that out. So that was late 2017. I kind of lost everything as far as our offline businesses went, consulting contracts. And I went all in online. I I started joining all the courses and all the 
every possible thing I could see, I, I joined. I'll be honest, it was kind of ridiculous. But I joined everything because I wanted to learn as quickly as I could. And it brought me through the space of you know, affiliate marketing into these various business models. And through time, I kind of found where I fit in and I found where I could serve to the best of my capacity built on the foundation from my previous experiences. And I found myself now working full-time online. It's uh, a new year and I'm enjoying it very much. You know, I'm traveling and my wife and I live in Europe now and um, we're free to do what we want. So we're here visiting our family and enjoying and I'm very grateful for the experience. And for your listener who is thinking, how could they do it? I can't, or I'm overwhelmed. It seems impossible. I can just tell you simply that we all felt that way at one point. And this is your defining moment. You're going to define yourself in this moment. If you think it's too much and you cave in and you stop, then it is too much for you. And unfortunately, you're going to go back to where you were. But if you do have a bigger dream than you do excuses, and you do want to go to the next level, my advice for you is to get mentorship and coaches and to step into your power and listen to your higher self. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's exactly, I think, what holds us all back is the idea that one step is just too far to go. It's falling off the cliff and not really being sure that there's water at the bottom instead of rocks. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard the saying, um, an entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff and builds a plane on the way down? <laughs> I hadn't heard that. That's excellent. Yeah. Sounds right. Because that last step is the hard part. That's the hardest part is that final step because it's so scary. But all growth comes from uncomfort. You're not going to be comfortable. It's a guarantee. So as soon as you feel uncomfortable, one of my mentors says to me, lean into it. Right? Yeah. One of our mentors, exactly. I should say, one of our mentors, our podcast mentor, he tells us that. Lean into the overwhelm. Okay. So when I feel overwhelmed, I, I celebrate it. I'm excited. It means I'm growing. That's, a, that's another lesson that's hard to learn because people just back up automatically from whatever's uncomfortable. You know, stay in your little comfort zone and life will be good. But mm. life doesn't go anywhere if you're just being good all the time, I guess. Yeah. And it's not, it'll never be great. No. It'll just, exactly. be, good. It'll just, just good. be good. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that you talked about, of course, was the idea of being location independent. And that's something in my podcast that I come back to over and over because that's my ultimate goal as well. And definitely a business as a digital marker, marketer or an online uh, entrepreneur is location independent. What, what's your favorite thing about being location independent? Everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Really what it comes down to is, you know, you hear this a lot in the space um, and I say it all the time to the people that I'm helping learn this journey and I hear it all the time from my mentors. Um, if your why is strong enough, the how is easy, right? And for me, my, the biggest why, of course, is my family, being near them, um, spending time with my wife, being able to do whatever we want. Like, you know that movie Eat, Pray, Love? that really cheesy movie. Yep. Like my goal yep. is to live that life with my wife. That's my goal. And because of this space, we can do that. And so if you ask me what the biggest thing is, it's all of it. Because I, I've experienced the whole living the student life, right? I've been a student in the USA, in Finland, in Switzerland. 
I live that life where you just have to go to class every day. And okay. I live the life of the corporate climbing the corporate ladder. Did that in the States in banking. And I did that in Wells Fargo. And I did that in Singapore in corporate hotels, zero time freedom. Um, booking, a, booking our vacations like many months in advance and in consulting, there was more freedom, but at the end of the day, you're running around to these different businesses and you're working on other people's time. So for me, the main thing is being able to just pack up and do what we want spontaneously and not have to ask permission when I feel a pull or something's calling me to do. Like, you know, my wife said the other day, do you want to go down to this cool little town in Southern Italy and just go check it out for the weekend? Just spontaneously. And I was like, that sounds amazing. I really want to do that. That's awesome. Let's go. And we just went that day. We just got on the train and went. I grabbed my computer. I continued my work day. Nothing changed for me. I worked on the train. I made some money on it. I literally made a thousand bucks sitting on the train. And then I got to this place and then we went out for dinner, did our whole thing, came back. I did like two phone calls or something before bed. Woke up the next day, had a nice breakfast, uh, took a call at breakfast. At breakfast, you know, just take a call. It's right here. It's just your phone. Yeah. Um, and then enjoy the day and then take the train back, you know, and I didn't miss a beat in my work, my work schedule. My calendar didn't change. Nobody even knew that I was on the road and it didn't matter to them because I was still providing my value regardless of where I am because of the, the grace of the internet. It's just an amazing tool that we can leverage every day, all day. This is a perfect example. I'm sitting at my, my family-in-law's house for, for the holidays and I'm on here with the podcast, but it doesn't matter because I'm still online. <laughs> yeah. What did your wife think uh, when you first started? Is she a, an entrepreneurial type person like you or, or was she a little worried about going all in? Uh, no, first of all, not worried at all. Extremely supportive and excited um, because over the years, you know, we've been together 10 years and over the years she's seen me be stressed out and angry and bitter about the situation, the fact that I had to go to work or I had to do these things. And when I said, you know what, I think this online thing is actually the solution to all of it. And I think it's a solution for most people, honestly. Anybody who has that desire, they can do it. It's all at your fingertips now. And when I sort of said that, he was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. You know, go for it. Like, there was no, there's no um, concern about it whatsoever. And, yes, she's an entrepreneur as well. Uh, she does hospitality, spas, and, and um, five-star boutique hotels and things like that. That's her niche um she's deep into the wellness scene so yeah nice one more question about people who are thinking about making a change or trying to be more uh, daring what would you have what would you say to them about their fear of uh failure how to how to get rid of that fear how to overcome that fear so that they can just take that step Mm, that's a great question. Um, I would say the same thing I say to anybody who's facing fear in any situation. It's natural. Everybody feels fear. The only difference is some people act and push through it while other people fade away from it and back away. There's really only two choices you can make in that moment. And the easiest way to beat fear, in my opinion, is through action. If you're taking action on something, you don't have time to be fearful of it because you're too busy executing and you might, you might fail. It's very possible. It's actually probable. You might fail your first swing or second swing. It's normal with anything in life. It's like a baby who fell down a million times before they could walk. They didn't just quit. Right. But 
if you're scared of something, it means that your subconscious mind is trying to keep you safe. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's your subconscious mind. It's your, it's your old brain that's saying, don't do this. It's scary. You might die. <laughs> it's totally different. It's not safe. Stop. But your, your higher self who's following your soul's journey is saying, I want to do this. I can do it. I'm good enough. I'm worthy. I want to do that. And you just have a decision. You have a bird on either side of your shoulders. Which one will you listen to? And the easiest way that I find to listen to the higher self is to simply take action and just do the thing. And to take it one step further, making your action step easier and a higher probability of success and to actually do it with, with sort of um, a feeling of I can do it, whereas you might be scared, but you, you can't. But if you go forward thinking I can, an easy way to get in the I can category is to get yourself a mentor and mirror their success. Literally look at who has what you want and reverse engineer how they got there and you'll have yourself a blueprint. If you're taking steps towards it on a blueprint that's been proven to you, your subconscious mind has less power because it's overrid by the fact of logic that you know it's happened for somebody else. So that's my advice for people with fear. As Nike says, just do it. That's awesome. That's a really good advice. Thank you. I'm sure that a lot of people can uh, hold on to that. One of the things that, that I had to laugh about in what you said, um, your brain, your old brain talks about, you know, don't do it, don't make the change, you might die. Very, very rarely these days are we in a position where making that choice is going to kill us. And that's yeah, something yeah. I think a lot of people forget that, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen is, as you say, maybe it doesn't work or it doesn't work the way you expected it to. And that's not always bad. Absolutely. It's never bad. If you, if you look at the situation, like you either did well and you won or you didn't, it didn't work, but you took the lesson from it and you detach the emotion. If you detach the emotion from the situation, you look at it as a lesson, then you can move forward again and try again. So the key is really, again, taking the action, because if you don't take the action, you can't even learn the lesson. Right. You're literally just sitting in, in the same place forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks very much for being with me, Aaron. I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure my listeners have gathered a lot of uh, good points from you. If, uh, if they want to reach you, if they'd like to follow up with you or follow you somewhere, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, they can listen to the Growth Podcast. That's my podcast. Uh, they can find that at growthpodcast.info. And they can find me anywhere on social media. And my website is aaronchivitadessay.com. And I will make sure that that goes into the uh, show notes. Right. Great. Thank you very much for being with me. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. That's the show for this week. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Beyond Retirement. Once again, I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe to the show, review it, and leave me a five-star rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by www.beyondretirement.ca and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.